How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. Today, we are talking about IVF and relationships. It's a touchy subject. It has affected and impacted plenty of my clients and also family and friends. So it's worth the conversation and putting it out there as a real issue or challenge that couples are facing at the moment. When a couple decides to start the pregnancy journey... It really can be one of the happiest things that a couple can go through. And it comes with the potential of so much joy. So they're about to start the next chapter in their life together. But unfortunately for some couples, that's not the case. And it can bring a lot of hurt, disappointment and struggles ahead. And until you start trying for a baby, you don't know this. This is not something that's given to you in a manuscript before you try and fall pregnant. Of course, unless you know there's a medical condition prior to um, trying to conceive. But most couples wouldn't know the hurdles they're about to face if they have difficulty conceiving naturally. So when couples are having a hard time getting pregnant naturally, most of them will turn to IVF. And if they're willing to go through the treatment and have the finances to do so, that's an option. And while IVF is successful for most couples and becoming really a bit more mainstream because technology is advancing and it's a bit more accessible for people, it can still put a huge strain on a relationship. And this is especially apparent when couples haven't experienced this type of pressure or struggle before, any type of pressure or struggle in their relationship. IVF brings up a new challenge and it can bring up unresolved issues to the surface, both as an individual and as a couple. So navigating the IVF process or experiences is going to be really important. And when you're trying for a baby before you even decide to go through IVF treatments, a couple will be overcome with excitement and and use any excuse to have sex to simply just have a baby or try and have a baby. They'll stop birth control treatments. Sometimes they have all these high expectations that they will get pregnant right away. They'll track their ovulation, etc., etc. But after a few months, the novelty of being able to have sex anywhere at any time really wears off. And, you know, you're having a lot more sex because really you want to be pregnant. You're not actually having sex for the sake of it. You're not a sex machine. Like I know that a lot of people have different drives and are capable of having sex more than others. But eventually when you are just having sex to become pregnant, it gets a bit tiring. So you start to realize that there's certain times when you're ovulating, that's your best chance of getting pregnant. And then sex becomes a little bit more scheduled and it turns to more of a chore than a way of being physically intimate with your partner. This is where I see problems starting is when it turns into a job where you're skipping the foreplay and you're going straight to the sex using the optimal baby making position rather than doing what feels right at that time. And while skipping the foreplay or getting each other aroused and getting close before sex is often missed when it becomes a chore, it's kind of a strain and it's a strain on the intimacy with your partner. And this is where the problems start. 
If you're not viewing sex as time to share and connect with your partner, it adds pressure to get the job done and make a baby. And sometimes pressure hinders performance as well. So there's a lot of issues that come up here when you're really desperate to fall pregnant and have a baby. And then we have the couples that go into this sense of feeling insecure, insecure about the relationship, about IVF, about becoming a parent. And when they have been trying for what seems like forever and getting to the point where they just can't keep having sex locked into a date in their calendar, there comes a moment when they question, do we need help? The general rule of thumb is seek a doctor or GP's help if you are under 35 and can't naturally conceive in a year. And if you are over 35 and you can't naturally conceive within six months of trying, then it's worth a doctor's visit. Of course, if one or both partners have been known to have reproductive issues, the advice is to seek help straight away. So that could alleviate you guys trying for six or 12 months for no particular reason. Some couples will have disagreements on when they should seek help. And some people have these feelings of failing, failing the reproductive stage of their life and feeling ashamed that they can't do it naturally. And it's almost like I'm embarrassed that as a woman, I couldn't conceive naturally. And it's all hush hush because they've had to go through IVF. And this is a totally normal feeling, but there's absolutely no shame in seeking help, especially if you really want a child. And if you're wanting a child soon, when couples seek help, they can find the answers to be maybe even unpleasant, especially if one or both of them have fertility issues. And this can bring up insecurities that are new and pretty hard to navigate. What can also come from fertility issues is a feeling that your partner will leave you for someone that can give them a child. And this is a common feeling, but often not spoken about because of, you know, the sensitivity around the issue and the couples don't discuss it. But the key is to discuss how you're feeling with your partner, because you'll find the right answers. If you internalize your fears, they will turn into a stress which can inhibit you from conceiving anyway. So it's better to get it out on the table and feel relieved after having the conversation instead of carrying that added stress that there's no need for it. And talking about stress, stress really does play a role through this journey. Stress can be a leading cause for many health issues, something that many people experience going through this IVF experience. Not only is there stress to consistently have sex with your partner at the right time, on the right date, at the right moment, but the stress of having fertility issues plays a role on your self-esteem, your mental health, your financial situation, all of the above. So even the strongest couple can feel the pressure and the tension within the relationship and even from the outside sources around them, such as people constantly asking them, when are you going to have a baby? Have you thought about having a family, etc., etc.? But little do they know there's so much going on inside your home and inside your mind and your body. So the emotional burden can really impact your fertility treatments itself, as well as, you know, the financial burden that has been one of the leading causes of arguments for couples today. It's, you know, financial burden, the emotional burden, the psychological drama that's gone in their minds between each other, within yourselves, all of that. And money becomes a real topic. It's always discussed 
in marital situations, especially when finances are tight. But with IVF, it's expensive and you have little chances per treatment. It's not just the treatment that offers financial strain, but also what about the time off work, traveling to clinics, procedures, appointments, and all of the other stuff that aren't covered by your insurance or many private healthcare funds. And this kind of struggle can lead to lots of debt and borrowing money from banks or relatives, putting more pressure on your already stressful situation. So moving forward, I always say that open communication is one of the key factors in having a successful and healthy relationship. And it is so important to have constant discussions as a couple that is judgment-free. This is a time to be totally open with your partner and talk about your feelings, your fears, your thoughts around the IVF process, around what it is, uh, what it means for you to have a baby. And remember that you are a couple first, you are a parent second. So you're meant to have time away from the pregnancy journey to just be yourselves again, take time to reconnect, remind yourselves why you're a couple in the first place, and let that whole duty of trying to fall pregnant be second. The priority is you, is you too, is your relationship, because there's no point having being parents and not having a connection for the person that you want to bring into this world. You know, you don't want to bring a child into the world where you're both constantly stressed or having disagreements. Get your relationship healthy either first or while you're doing this and create a safe space that you and your partner can come back to as your safe haven away from the world, external problems. And then you can bring a bundle of joy into that place and it be functional in a family. So I want you to remember coming away from today's topic is if you're going through IVF, there's no shame. Talk about it, talk about it to each other and talk about it with a professional. Work through the stresses. They are going to come up. They always will. They always will in any relationship, IVF or not. And if you're feeling insecure around you not being able to conceive or carry a baby or whatever it is, let your partner know. Don't hide the fears because you don't need the burden while you're trying to conceive. And try and de-stress. Do other things, some self-care through this journey and always move forward. I always say fail forward. If it doesn't work, let's move forward. What is the next step? We can't be in control of this, unfortunately, but we can be in control of what's going on in our relationship right now. And so I'm going to leave it at that. If you've got an IVF journey that you'd like to share with me or you're going through that right now or you know somebody that might want some help and assistance, just reach out. I look forward to catching you on the next episode. This is Dr. Love. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.